0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: if my manager assaults me again i will be assaulting him after i fuck the manager up then i'm gonna short the register, register up let's go back back to the gap look at my check wasn't no scratch so if i stole wasn't my fault yeah i stole never got caught it took me to the back of pad me asking me about some khakis well let some black people walk in i bet they show off they talking blackie oh how now they love kanye let's put them all in the front of the store saw so i on break next to the no smoking sign with a blunt in the mall taking my hits Right my hits write my rhymes playing my mind this fucking job can't help them so i quit y'all welcome hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen you know of all the years i've listened to that song and sang along with it Mm -hmm. i never realized that uh he was stealing so i mean they kind of had a reason to pack him to pat him down the back Uh, hello khakis
0: he said we're gonna short the rest up
1: yeah i kind of should have known uh that he was gonna go out the deep end one day because he was dead wrong in this song. I don't know why I was like, oh yeah, the struggle is real, but uh, you were stealing from work too, dog. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that ain't nothing to do with color. You mm-hmm. just happened to be black, and it was like, oh, let's get this nigga. Right.
1: He was like, this racism hold me back. I'm like, I don't know, fun. you are stealing out the register.
0: Maybe that five finger discount might
1: be the problem. Smuggling khakis um anyway hey welcome to the blackout Test. find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout Test. leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taste and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and before we get into just the regular part of the show there's a lot of news and stuff happening um i did want to introduce a concept to the show that um uh, maybe you guys know about it maybe you don't i don't know um you know we'll we'll find out but um you guys know how i have impossible white man movies Mm -hmm. Uh, impossible white man movies one of my favorite genre of movies It's basically all the action movies where white men can do anything and they don't die um but it doesn't have to just be a white man Mm
0: -mm.
1: you know i'm talking passenger 57 i'm talking uh die hard the entire franchise impossible white man salt salt an impossible white man movie starring a woman mm-hmm. tomb raider is also an impossible white man movie starring a woman you know all those over-the-top action things you know so that's one genre right the impossible white man movie then there's uh impossible white woman movies these are movies where because a white woman takes the time out of her life to just care so much that about love, an impossible situation she ends up saving everybody. You might find these movies like um The Blind Side. hmm Dangerous Minds is another Yes. One of my all time favorites in that genre. Impossible White Man White Woman
0: movie Yes. Coolio. Mm-hmm. Living in the gangster paradise. Uh so you so you got um
1: those two genres of movies. Um, and then people already know these other genres. I didn't come up with those. Uh, you know, like magical negro movies and stuff Mm -hmm. like that well i got a new one guys and i don't think anyone's ever coined this phrase before and it came to me because i love these movies but i never had a name for the genre of movie because nobody ever has gone out of their way to name them but i love black executive fan fiction movies right now a lot of y'all like what the fuck is black executive (laughs) fan Fan fiction. fiction movies and I'm glad you asked. Because I have some examples. So, I think the basic element so far of black executive fan fiction movies. Now, I'm not talking necessarily rom-coms. I think that's a different type of black executive fan fiction of its own. The, you know, Best Man Holidays and, and all this type of stuff. Where But that's really more of a rom-com. White people make those movies all the time. Um This was more of a genre specific to blackness. Yeah. Okay. So, you may have seen some black executive fan fiction movies you just don't know it yet right Uh, i'll give you a few examples one of them uh the perfect guy i saw it a few years ago it's a great black executive fan fiction movie um you can tell a lot of times the black executive fan fiction because it stars the same black people that you never really get to see get get movies even though they should be a-list stars they keep getting these movies come on um and in the perfect guy there's uh sanai latham morris chestnut and uh michael ely staple of these movies all these these guys they 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 be in all of them they love these movies okay um and the way that these movies go is always somebody that has a very challenging but lucrative and fulfilling career and it's kind of nebulous what the pay is like we never (laughs) they never bring up how much money they make right But you just know they got a lot of money, like the houses and stuff that they live in, and all these are always like the houses that like are just huge mansions, right? Like Bang Bros rents these houses for porn when they're not shooting these films. Come on, and it's always like you know they got unless like you know the house is real expensive because it's always got a great view and it's a lot of glass in the house
0: all see-through
1: yeah just a no see-through. curtains you know black people do not go have houses without curtains but in these movies come on the blinds at least that's how far the neighbors are they're just people without curtains black people don't even need curtains anymore we're like you look at our house look at me jack off i don't care we're <laughs> here having lavish sex uh right in in the kitchen on the island right 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 with the windows wide the fuck open okay we are nobody for miles like we don't even lock our doors anymore Mm -mm. um and then the other thing they they uh, that's one element you gotta have a nebulous job and like the job you pick the job the job is always something like works for an advertising agency and i don't know i don't know if advertising agency people are like this is the most book like how many people have gone into advertising and they just are not making this kind of money and they're like, this is some bullshit.
0: Right. They were like, that's like an entry level job, like thirty five, forty, fifty thousand 50,000 a year. What the fuck is this?
1: Right. Like if I have to look up one more time and see Sonali Lathan, uh, making all the fucking, like making 12 million dollars as an ad exec. Come on! Not even the boss or the owner of the company. Mm-hmm, just not- Corner office, ad exec. All the white people love her. They think she's doing a great job. But what they don't know is that she's also trying to have a baby and the surrogate baby is uh the woman who's carrying the surrogate baby is crazy that was uh that was in the i think the the bow breaks or something like that was a another movie like this one of the best ways to find these movies just put the actor's name in like morris chestnut oh you will
0: find him he i, I think he
1: applies for him he, he he's in several of them um yeah when the bow breaks that was 2016 that was another great one that was one where morris chestnut and his wife both top flight african-american executives
0: top flight
1: okay senior uh, execs senior,
0: senior execs. that's another language they like to use
1: yep they are both making doing great things you know dealing with the uh i don't know dorchester account or something and uh they can't have kids and they're trying to have kids so they can get a surrogate to have kids for to have a kid for him and of course the surrogate goes crazy tries to steal um the husband Mm -hmm. tries to kill the um the wife um so that's the other element of black executive fan fiction we have to get to there's always some crazy dangerous element to what the fuck they're going through right it's just black people trying to have the american dream that's it That's that's it slice of the american pie the american dream has been promised but never delivered to black people in america that is all these black people are trying to pursue in every last one of these movies you could just they're moving out to the countryside they're getting a big mansion they're you know they're they're they're, they're taking care of things They're moving on up the corporate ladder they were they're working twice as hard for half as much but they're getting there and they're married and they're happy and then just some crazy ex guy just decides in the perfect guy i'm going to kill one of y'all i'm going to kill your current boyfriend and then i'm going to try to kill you because i'm crazy and blo- <laughs> of course a black woman can't have dreams what the hell are you thinking trying to have dreams that was uh the perfect guy in in the bow breaks i told you that plot breaking in Mm. now karen doesn't see these with me Mm -mm. i love these fucking movies i had to see them on myself i never find people to review i think i
0: seen breaking in ain't that the one that came out on mother's day
1: that's the one you saw with me that's gabrielle union yes i enjoyed that one another black executive fan fiction movie uh breaking in was a mom and her kids and her husband moving out into an old house that they're i think They wanted to either sell or get rid of the uh old house that her father her father got killed because he was a really dirty criminal and she's trying to like sell her his house and get it get the hell out of there or something and of course criminals decide that's the night they want to break into the house and uh steal everything from everyone um and get whatever her father's hiding in the house and then she has to of course uh save her children by herself
0: by herself because her
1: man is just useless gets knocked out like right away and of course you know just black executive fan fiction not not a horror movie there's no supernatural elements not like mm -mm.
0: us no it's not like us
1: some of y'all are gonna try to throw other movies in this category i'm telling you the parameters of the category you can't fit in another genre you can't be like oh this is a horror movie starring you know a supernatural being no 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 Mm
0: -mm. these are regular
1: ass people right it works in accounts payable downtown it's black people they don't work in accounts payable i'm sorry
0: they they work
1: in they work in uh, advertisement right they work in senior executive accounts of uh of of like uh marketing big
0: accounts whatever the big account is that's what they're taking care of they are every last one of these movies has
1: like almost well almost like 90% of these movies have at least one scene in the office to let you know how important they are but they're like god damn it the dorchester account needs to be taken care of tonight or i'm gonna be pissed and it's like oh man gabrielle union is really having the time at work she really needs this vacation this weekend and of course that's when the killers show up of course uh (laughs) right when
0: you need a vacation right why not
1: (laughs) um another one that i just saw that fits into this category is the intruder
0: ah yes 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 now
1: i saw this one by myself of course like i said karen won't see these with me Mm -mm. i don't know why i Um, could tell
0: by the preview i was like oh okay
1: Well, yeah i I mean i don't know why you don't see it i don't know why am i the only person that finds joy in this genre of movie i know they don't make a lot of money no the chat
0: room love them too they listen to a lot of shit somebody said i think one of the all-time classics and one of the first ones maybe not the very first one the first ones for me is boomerang that was like one of the first movies that came out where see that's a rom-com oh
1: that's a rom-com that's about oh yeah yeah
0: yeah you right yeah. you right you right because
1: there was no killer right nobody tried to like take his dream from him or impersonate his life or kill his wife that's not that's just a rom-com black people in a rom-com nah it's it's just a specific genre like best man holiday doesn't count no you know like okay I'm none with, of that stuff counts I'm On, now. only the black executive fan fiction of like i thought i was straight and then shit just went way fucking left because the black people can't have dreams in america Acrimony's a great one
0: okay i it, enjoyed that one
1: yeah the intruder is good um because it's a black family black husband and wife moving out to the country to start a family the house that you see in that trailer if you guys have seen the trailer and you're like oh man that's a nice house that house was 3.5 million dollars y'all they couldn't they could afford the house in this movie i watched it they afforded that house y'all <laughs> and and keep in mind and i want y'all to know the negotiation tactics the white man was like 3.5 million and then michael he was like let's just get out of here this is ridiculous i can't do this and i'm like damn and then he's like i mean you know they're gonna get the house he's like 3.5 million is too much and then the guy's like okay man you gotta i let it go for 3.3 and he's and then he's like we'll let you know and they got the house and i was like y'all niggas have 3.3 million dollars randomly sitting around 3.3 million dollars y'all not famous or nothing y'all just two black people that just happen to be sitting on 3.3 million dollars that's just a thing that casually y'all didn't even need to think about that number y'all didn't need to talk to anyone at the bank like yo 3.3 million i don't know about this this nigga's like an account executive and she was a social justice writer now i'm not saying that writers don't make a lot of money but i just have a hard time believing that with what ebony owes people that people gonna be able to show up with 3.3 million dollars and be like oh okay
0: shit no problem right not not no doctor no lawyer like none of them feels Will you go Will you be more understanding to them having that much money just sitting around
1: it's like i said it's my favorite genre man it's one of my favorites i mean impossible white man is definitely my favorite disaster movies are one of my favorites but yes i don't i feel like i there should be a shared universe of just black executive fan fiction i hope all the movies happen in the same universe
0: <laughs>
1: another great one and by, and by the record about the, for the record when i say great What I really mean is entertaining. Yeah. Don't get caught up, okay? Don't go watch these movies expecting top
0: flight. Yeah, like you will be Oscar nominated. Like a
1: good black executive fan fiction movie will come in at about a six out of ten. Yeah.
0: That's
1: a good one. Now, I enjoy them all. I don't care if they're bad but i'm just telling you a good one you're gonna probably get about a six out of ten get a little loose with the plot details a lot of actions that don't make sense in the intruder i mean megan good might as well have been a white woman the way she was so just oblivious to everything like no black woman acts like that out in a country town full of white people because we're black people a little too suspicious we're like hey what's this white man up to but in, in this movie, oh, Megan Good was just like, oh yeah, come on over anytime, white man. Oh, uh, oh, you, you're supposed to move out of town last month, but you're cutting my grass for no fucking reason in the middle of the night. Hey man, uh, you need something to drink? You know, like it was, she was just acting stupid, right? Her husband was like, keep this man away from my family. Call the police if he show up. And then they cut to the next scene. He's like, Hey, I had some wine. I was wondering if you wanted a glass. She's like, come on in.
0: <laughs>
1: it's ridiculous. Another great one. That, which I also mean by terrible. Uh, came out, <laughs> came out last year. It was called Traffic with T-R-A-F-F-I-K. And it starred, uh, Paula
0: Patton. Ah,
1: yeah. And she got sex, she almost got sex trafficked, but she, but well, she managed to, to not get sex trafficked. And it was all because she wanted to go on a romantic weekend at a mansion in the mountains, but a biker gang decided apparently to sex traffic two random tourists as if now the, they was sex tra- trafficking like other people from russia and shit they had targeted but they just decided to go freestyle it and just get a regular woman that might have friends and family and shit so we, we go through her hair and no deal and she had to you know defend herself against this gang and shit you know um and like omar epps is in the movie as her as her or her boyfriend or whatever like and they get all you know get all fucked up and then paula Patton almost gets sex traffic but she figures a way out because she got to survive with her black executive skills y'all okay with her journalism skills they mm-hmm. helped to get out that
0: cave yes they did
1: saved her life black executive fan fiction y'all i just want to put y'all on to something in case y'all not fucking with it it's these are great movies all right these are some of my favorite movies so uh, i hope you guys uh maybe let me know if you're into these okay i don't know if anybody else is into this i feel like they, they are i feel like as a genre like i feel like people have seen individual movies but i'm watching all these shits i didn't even realize i was watching all of them i just started doing the math in my head when i was talking to chris lambert and i was like wait a minute i saw traffic i saw breaking in i saw the perfect guy or is the perfect man i saw the when the bow breaks like am i a fucking black executive fan fiction like stan i saw acrimony like i don't care if i know plot. i just want to see black people with too much money get their whole life almost taken away from them because american dreams are not promised to african-americans dog. come on we should be able to live those lives too without a care in the world y'all need to get into this if y'all not already into it because i'm just saying this just money oh, for no reason and let me give you one more reason you should be into these movies guys they are so short yeah like what they lack in plot they make up for in saving you time
0: Mm
1: -hmm. 90 minutes at the longest i mean if you have to pee during one of these movies it's something wrong with your bladder you should go to a doctor because these movies are over like snap
0: yeah hour 15 hour 20 they like let's wrap this shit up i mean i could pontificate on
1: what i re- think about the genre in a deeper way of course i have very deep thoughts about why these movies resonate with me and why they keep making these terrible movies and why the movies don't make that much money but they do make their money back typically
0: mm-hmm, that's what i keep making them
1: yeah but you know um i want you to understand they're very entertaining now on a deeper psychological level i do think It, and I'm not joking. I know it sounds like I'm joking because these movies are so bad, but I'm serious. I really do think it's about the unattainability of the American dream for black people and the trauma that we have experienced historically throughout our time in America. I really do think that's what these movies are about. Like the same way that I really low key believe that all the movies that start the horror movies that are about white people moving into a house and they don't realize that the house is haunted and terrible and it's coming to kill their kids Mm -hmm. is about white guilt. For uh this for for white privilege, I think all those movies are about that and how uncomfortable they feel in, in this world, knowing that there's a debt that they owe the world, but they have not paid it uh morally, and that is the you know the the poltergeist coming out the TV on their ass is mm. like it's oh my god this overwhelming feeling of guilt and shame that I always constantly have. That's why I think that's really what I think that shit's about. Like all those movies, all those moving to a new house and some some spooky shit start happening um and i know the and i don't even like those movies i don't even watch those movies mm-hmm. but i think that's what they're all about I, I i wonder why they kept coming out even more when obama was in office i'm like these movies coming out a little too fast What y'all trying to say it was coming
0: out like hotcakes
1: then you was like well
0: goddamn it's not even halloween why are we getting this in the middle of the summer
1: like they might as well move in the house open up the door and the first thing they say is oh i'm so glad racism's over and then the rest of the movie just is hard right um but these movies are like on a subconscious level i think they're about deeper things i i don't know that the producers and directors would say that Mm -mm. and i don't know that the movies necessarily hold up to these high ideals that i place upon them and maybe i'm just projecting i mean it happens we all project but i really do think there's a deeper meaning to these movies and it's why i love them it's because i'm like yes that's true when you black in america it's all terror and these movies to me are much scarier than more than horror movies in a way because all this shit could happen you could date a crazy man that want to kill you and yo and your man uh, that happens in the paper all the time oh would every day be you know like i'm not saying the way they happen in these movies they would have it but these stories ain't that far-fetched like in america white people selling you a house and then scheming to get the house back and trying to kill you and take your wife and shit like and i mean this is kind of the story of america it's kind of it's called sharecropping i don't know like it's kind of <laughs> we we have the historical relevance for that shit so um i don't know man i just think i think these movies are interesting from that perspective but while you're in the theater of course it's never that deep it's just oh my god morris chestnut really gonna let this nigga come in the house like he can't tell that they babysitter is trying to fuck him like right maybe and that she just looked at his wife and crossed her throat with a knife like uh, y'all don't think
0: you don't think that that's
1: that's that'll make you uncomfortable more you know uh anyway i love these movies um all right let's get into um the news all right um let's see a bunch of stuff has happened i guess the biggest news of social media today I, i i kept seeing i couldn't really avoid um and so i actually wanted to watch it all to get the uh full context is aisha curry went on the red talk um the facebook, facebook show yeah the facebook show with the jada pinker smith her daughter uh willow and then her mom who yeah. i don't know how i don't know her mom's that name show
0: is extremely popular i haven't seen that nay race second of it
1: Mm-hmm. um yeah it's kind of interesting because um i think it's a great show I, I don't know the rules on uh social media can they be nominated for an emmy Oh, like a day know. term emmy or whatever yeah people say it's good i don't know how the ratings go and stuff but i, I really mm-hmm. like the show um but I, I think all things like this it's kind of a litmus test for how people already feel about the people going on the show you know agreed all that type of stuff I mean, i have a very insular circles mostly black people and of those people it's probably mostly like probably mostly women that that i follow and talk to on social media so you know, I get a very like, kind of certain type of view of of all this stuff via my social media, but I don't know that that's the way it's being viewed everywhere.
0: Oh, they said it was the first Facebook show nominated for an Emmy.
1: Okay, yeah, it, it should be. I think it's really good. And every time I see a clip of it or I see a uh, episode, I'm always like, oh yeah, that's a. I like those interviews. It's very good production styles, um, and um, and they get really good guests. Um, yeah. And they talk about kind of emotional things and it get, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith is good at getting like tidbits out of people. And I think the way it's edited is a little bit like kind of harsh because it's definitely edited for time. Um, in a way that, you know, I kind of, I, and I get it. I mean, I, I know I'm a weirdo with the kind of like, Hey man, if it takes an hour to explain it, then take an hour, but a lot of people are like wrap this shit up. So, you know, Facebook is definitely one of those places where. 27 minute video people are like oh no you know but i'm like yes yeah, only like about a half hour normally and um and i and i i enjoy them no commercials or anything like that um anyway so i know we talked a little bit like when uh that girl that was fighting with the kardashians jordan something yes, yeah, she, when she was on, on that there show. yeah but uh on this one um it was the curry family and apparently they have like um Aisha curry it was like the biggest episode they had as far as cat members uh that were being interviewed it's like Aisha curry there was like steph steph's mom dale curry's wife okay so dale curry which i think is like the little sister or something like that or what or something something like that there's a uh, doc river's daughter who was married who getting got engaged to seth curry okay and then there was, was all women yes yeah, all women okay. it was all women this episode they don't it's not always all women right but it was all women this episode um and then people kind of only took aisha curry's comments from the show and kind of they were going viral through clips online and so i wanted to like see it for myself because i think that uh it's just difficult when you see clips online because people kind of go off on a tangent it's kind of what happens now and right long you know like long form twitter threads and people bringing up old tweets from 2011 2013 to be like but what about when she said this and all that type of stuff and um you know it's kind of that thing i talk about and i think we all succumb to it but it's difficult to to resist the urge to be judgmental When you're online because we have like all the receipts all the time and we don't see people the way that you see them in real life like in real life uh she said something in 2013 about um women needing to like wear clothes and shit or i remember that right Mm -hmm. and then and then we saw and then she said something in 2011 i saw someone found a tweet from 2011 y'all that showed her being like i'm at auto bell i'm just trying to get my car wash i don't need nobody trying to holler at me or something like that okay that'll be it'll come back uh come back up in a second okay so yeah uh the people up there with sonya curry suddale curry lee uh callie rivers who's engaged to seth uh and then aisha curry and they're up there with willow jada and adrian um who is jada's mom okay so the thing that went the the couple things that went viral were um she talked about how uh Talking yeah Aisha. Okay. she talked about how you know she gets annoyed by women who basically try to get with her husband um which i think would be annoying um uh, not right i don't think that's necessarily a controversial thing to say mm-hmm uh, let me see if I y'all can find men
0: <laughs> How do you deal with that?
1: okay, so this is Jada. Of course, she's married to Will Smith. She know right.
0: how do y'all deal with all the ladies around y'all men? <laughs> how do you deal with that? <laughs> Stefan is like very nice by nature and he's very talkative. He's just like you. He gets it
1: from his mama, and so like everything's always like very very friendly.
0: And sometimes to the point where I'm like, Okay, I'm a grown woman, so I'll just insert myself and be like, Hello, how are you doing? Right. Like I'm I'm okay with it now and I've I've obviously you know like the devil is a liar and there's always like the ladies will always be lurking. Right hoping hoping for their moment and waiting. You need to be aware of that. Right. But for me, I I on I honestly hate it.
1: You know, and I thought that was interesting because one person was like, "Oh my!" When I shared this link, that said that she kind of hates it or whatever, or and they and they were like, uh, "This is a complete mischaracterization." She didn't, mischaracterization. She didn't say that. She did not say that. She does hate that that happens. I don't. I think she just kind of hates the idea of always having to fend for a man's attention from you know groupies and shit. And I think people don't see that couple. As a couple that's been together since they were 15 like got together in high school um have three kids now um and his profile has risen so much bigger than anyone would have thought agreed like like steph curry went from i remember when he was in the dale curry tournament here i remember playing basketball with this kid at the y like it wasn't no entourage around nobody was no scouts were coming in to watch him play ball with us or nothing it was just steph just the regular kid you know and then um you know he went to Davidson and his star kind of rose a bit at Davidson it was like wow Steph Steph's like blowing up good for him you know kid he's a good kid he's humble he's nice never had a bad word to say about him Mm-mm. just uh like honestly even on the basketball court like not he doesn't cheat he doesn't yell or argue with people never gets in fights uh him and his brother were pretty cool and so um to think of his star rising to mega superstar in the nba nba mvp which nobody is prepared for i don't know why people think people are just prepared for that yeah times changed on her and him in a way that neither one of them can perceive i don't think i mean like he's more famous than his father there's no way he saw that coming right you know he's going in the the, even when he's going into high school and and uh the in college he was only like six foot like he grew to six feet like it was like oh it's like oh steph's six one now he's six two, you know like uh, like but it wasn't like oh he's definitely going to the NBA it was like oh he got a little taller, and then that motherfucker just starts showing out and it was like oh he's going to the NBA, and he got hurt right away in the NBA so then you don't get you know he doesn't his star doesn't take off right away, and then a couple years later when he's just like killing people like you just never seen before, that's when all of a sudden you got to think okay it wasn't just like people vying for seth's attention with marketing and stuff but now you got to deal with these women that didn't necessarily have them him on his their radar right who are now like yo i like what do i do to get me some seth curry in my life you know and you know that it's probably manufactured from the fact that he makes a lot of money he's Agreed. on tv it's mm-hmm. not it's not like some genuine love but mm-hmm. like i can understand how that would be like fucking annoying and also to his spouse yes it would trigger some insecurities you have you know um i remember when we covered her comments on the show um when she said that uh stuff and um how it was um i remember how when that happened it was kind of like to me anyway i read it immediately as oh she's probably insecure about um the women coming for stuff
0: because they probably just came out the blue
1: yeah like right. um i just remember like when she said that stuff and like looking at a magazine and da 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 and girls have to dress like this and i was like that's not really about um that's not really about what she just said Mm-mm. you know like that that's more um that's more about um what like something particular to 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 uh to Steph that's not about fashion I'm sorry I said 2013 earlier I meant 2015 for so 4 years ago not not uh not 5 but still she said that shit in 2015 and I like I said we talked about it in depth on the show I was like yeah I don't think that she's really talking about anyone in particular as far as like she's making a sweet women statement. I think she's saying this because She is now quote unquote competing with another level of woman that is trying to get in her man's ear. And she's like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, um, and especially with her having the quote unquote good girl church type of image, um, that she's cultivated and she markets that like that is Mm -hmm. her brand. I cook. I'm a businesswoman, but I'm also like, you know, a cover. She's also a cover girl, but she's not like, you know, she hasn't established her brand so separate from from the idea of wife mother and you know a person that cares for the house and shit
0: at least not yet yes like if she chooses to do that
1: right um yeah she said everyone's into barely wearing clothes these days huh not my style I like to keep the good stuff covered up for the one who matters um and so of course people took a lot of offense like she slut shaming and uh all this type of stuff you know um and this is what you really think about other women's bodies and all that type of I'm not saying they're 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 wrong necessarily people were saying, uh, say hello sorry. people uh, were saying uh, that she was uh, calling them hoes and shit like that although I don't she never said that but people felt that way
0: right they were projecting know? yes
1: and what I find interesting is the response to her to her voicing her kind of insecurities I think was kind of a lot of people projecting their insecurities onto her correct you know um she got back on twitter later later and said she was merely reading a fashion magazine stating an opinion she eventually wrote regardless if you like my style of clothes or not which i don't care please do not tear women down degrade them not cool peeps uh because people used her comments and i think as with everything on the internet right people use her comments to bash other women a lot of men like get you a steph curry not these hoes that be out and so you had a lot of that shit and then it becomes she's the pick me queen even though she didn't necessarily advocate for all that shit nope it just didn't matter and people to this day are still mad at those comments um you know despite her you know going back and kind of cleaning it up or whatever cool so that was one of the things she said was about these women right i think that's gonna bother her forever probably as long as, you, as, long as you're with steph um and you got these three kids right the other comment she made was about um attention right she was talking about like how she doesn't get uh male attention outside of her marriage um and it was in this it was it was it it was the answer to a question that was actually about um the fact that there are so many women like lusting after um they're men that it's like well i don't have that like you know and i think to me the way i read into it i'm projecting on it i felt like she was saying because she hasn't established her brand separate enough from seth from steph she doesn't really have a lane for people that just be like oh i love me somebody's your that's a fine woman blah 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 right because you know unlike say ciara and russell wilson ciara was was ciara before she was met russell Uh, yes you know jada is jada with with or without will Mm -hmm. um you know and then dale curry's wife's like defense like she like even when she was dale curry's wife the whole thing was look how fine this woman is you know Mm -hmm. and you know i used to never really seem to get that or to even really covet that you know and like i said i'm projecting but i feel like her um what she was really saying was not i want men to lust after me it felt more like she's uh, she would like to be known as aisha aisha just like aisha curry not aisha steph's wife right that's how it felt to me you know i can't speak for other people um but you know same thing like i said i i could kind of i could kind of understand where she was coming from on that um especially when you think about the fact that she's married to this man who's getting all this fucking attention right and so maybe she gets kind of bothered by it or insecure by it or feels almost competitive or thrown to the side by it so you know i can get how you would be like yeah um you know this is like you saying that you know you need this type of attention might you know um i mean you saying you need this type of attention might be about the fact that he's getting that type of attention and to you it's like this is new to my relationship it's bothering me um, and that's
0: human and people for on social media do not allow for for just human being real like she's just saying it and for the fact that she's saying it, people act like it's a motherfucking problem like they're not like you and your regular normal ass relationship ain't insecure about something
1: yeah she also talked about having dealing with anxiety issues when riley was born she said a woman like came up to them to try to get their picture and they were getting in the car and the woman was like you knew you signed up for this like right so i mean it's just crazy interactions with people and her complete quote is something that really bothers me and honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that yeah there are are all these women like throwing themselves at him but me like the past 10 years i don't have any of that i have zero this sounds weird but like male attention so then i begin to internalize and i'm like it's something wrong with me and you know they quickly were like girl nothing wrong with you you fine you know you beautiful don't don't do this and jada talked about how she went through that too when she was younger and blah 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 but um yeah it's just i don't i don't know It Feels like she a uh, expressed some insecurity and some honesty and maybe because of her past comments people just don't want to be here for it like you could like she couldn't have changed at all in the last four years right like having three kids and um you know being seen as the mom slash you know she even had a comment earlier this year where she talked about in their marriage that she puts her and and steph's relationship first Mm Hmm. um because if, if they're not happy you know with each other then how can she be a good mom how can she you know like she's like we're i put us first over the kids because it's about you know like our happiness matters and then it projects out into the rest of the family that we have to take care of
0: i understand that and that's reasonable
1: yeah i just think I, I guess the horses out the barn with the uh people that don't like her is just not gonna she's never gonna they're never gonna give her any benefit of the doubt Mm-mm. so i don't know it felt it felt kind of uh, like people took a lot of stuff out of context to kind of come in her throat but i thought it was a pretty honest moment and a pretty uh dope interview um uh, because jada and them are always getting these like these big moments out of people and I, I you know i mean Aisha curry's been interviewed a thousand times and i that's the first time i've been like mm, that's a good ass fucking interview so mm. you know we'll see man i don't know also that fame shit is just weird man fucks people up i don't think people really understand
0: no they don't especially people that think that in certain situations like it's particularly with like your photos of your kids and your child like some people just think you are just not supposed to have any privacy because a lot of people think that everybody famous quote-unquote acts for it not so yeah not so sometimes you're just doing your talent or whatever it is or sometimes you just like i said be married or attached to the person and as they rise you rise too you this was not planned for
1: yeah so not um, always
0: yeah man like i said y'all
1: can uh check out I, i suggest everybody go check out the video for themselves it's 27 minutes the parts i'm talking about are very short you know they're you know so I forget when they start but they're just a couple of comments i think y'all should check it out for yourselves because i i mean i i just like i said i you see a conversation on social media and then you see the thing in context it's just to me i was like this ain't really this was not what what y'all were saying it was y'all were making it seem like she said some type of like super hypocritical thing to me all three of the comments combined have one theme in common which is kind of like i wish these bitches would leave my man alone no matter how you try to spin it it's attention from other women the invasiveness of uh you know these women all the comments about clothes and shit like that all of it seems to kind of be like i'm just kind of fucking tired of i thought i was getting with this man and this man was getting with me and we were gonna have a certain projection on our lives and we'd be taken care of and everything but it wouldn't be this
0: right like this is a little crazy the average person is never ever prepared for it i don't know why people think that they're just prepared to be thrust into the spotlight yeah she even talked about like
1: women coming up to steph and because steph's so friendly and he is friendly um she can and women do this all the time and that's why it was so funny to see people act like they couldn't relate but i know almost every woman can relate that at least they dates you know dating somebody where you can tell this person's energy is off and they really trying to like holler at your man but
0: but but your man may not even pick up on it no they don't always it, it's, that might sound weird but men don't always pick up on women's energy and women know women so you could be like hey i'm here C- yes can i help you 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 need to back uh, off right and so
1: she like says you know i'm a grown woman i will insert myself and be like hey how you doing what's going on over here you know basically to say like i'm his wife bitch back the fuck up off and she's like she hates that he's kind of oblivious to it because he's so outgoing and friendly that she's like not necessarily worried about this woman stealing her man but she's more worried about the idea of like the disrespect like i'm standing right, right here and even uh mama curry talked about it like yes i had to do that shit too like people roll up on dale and i have to be like dale what's what you doing like uh uh-uh, not her you know and i think that people tried to act like it was so fucking like oh this insecure crazy bitch i'm like i this is a this isn't even a rich and famous thing regular people have this happen but like you can be a regular person and be like yeah uh i just saw clearly some overbounds like stuff happening right here and you weren't picking up on it you know so uh, yeah i don't know maybe it's just like once you insert certain names i just think it's just it's just hard to kind of see them as human and she's one of those people i think so
0: right so no matter what she says it's gonna be a problem
1: Mm -hmm. i also don't think she really wants men trying to come at her and holler at her so
0: Mm -hmm. and i and i mean
1: it is a patriarchal thing most of the time men aren't doing that because she's with her husband and they see her they know that in our society that would be viewed as disrespect to Steph. so that's the main reason they don't do it right
0: but nobody cares about being disrespectful to her though particularly the women yeah yeah i mean like people don't want to talk about that bitches know when they be disrespectful and they act like (laughs) something wrong with you when you be like hey bitch get away bitches do know karen
1: this is true bitches do know um but yeah i was gonna say uh because if you like the way people are now there's not a subtle like niceness to the like oh you looking good today aisha and just that and just like a complimentary like kind of platonic like hey girl get get them bae you know like there's like that's not really out there anymore because these aren't your friends these people don't know you the people coming after steph don't know him and the shit i'm i, I bet they say about him is
0: probably super wild and she probably sees that shit right particularly particular social media and online and in the comment sections like that shit is real like when you read that stuff it it, it, it is real yeah and so even if
1: um even if you want to like Like, even if people were trying to give her attention, it ain't going to go like she think. They're going to be leaving comments on her Instagram where she baking cakes and going to be like, I love to eat that ass and shit like that. Because people don't, there's no, like, niceness to it. There's Mm -hmm. no just, like, girl, you looking good. Are you fine? I don't care what no, you know. There's not that. There's just, like, this fucking, like, sit on my face. I'll fucking, oh, I'll destroy you. Like, you don't like, nobody really wants that kind of fucking attention, you know the things that people fucking say is so out of bounds now like that's why i don't believe that that's what she really wants i think Mm -mm. she was kind of being like i think in in total what she really wants these women to leave her man alone (laughs) and so they can just go back to just killing with themselves chilling with themselves and that's it so um yeah oh that's crazy um and yeah i, I don't know uh, bro i see brianna says temptation is real but so is choice and free will absolutely i don't even know that she sounded like she thought he was cheating Mm-mm. i think she just feels disrespected by the whole mm. process of these motherfuckers being like i'm gonna just keep hollering at you like you like your wife don't exist right. and men don't do that to her so right. she's like what the fuck is this shit
0: right because it, when it comes to the marriage Women are always considered property. Right. So a man won't come to a woman if they feel like she's claimed, Like the property has a name tag attached to it and somebody that is accountable and will fuck you up right? for messing with their property. Okay. Now when it's reversed, it's a different story. It's like, Hey, this man is my property too, because people only think property is a man over a woman. But now nah, it's a woman over a man. That dick is mine. I see it. You see it. We all see it. Get away. And I have the right to defend my property. So I do have the right to insert myself. I do have the right to tell you to back up, bitch. I have the right to do that. Because women have a way that's very different. And some men do know what women are doing and, right. and, and, and choose to engage. But sometimes some men are oblivious. Particularly if you're like a friendly, outgoing person, you might ignore the cues or you might not know what it is. Um, And women know women. So, yes, I have the right to protect my property. And I feel like a lot of women don't respect it, but men have a tendency to respect a man because, like I say, men's property is more valuable than women's property. So it's like one of those things where, as a woman, I know it has got to be hard from it just being you know, your spouse to all of a sudden hundreds and thousands of women just pop up out of nowhere. Because, you know, women it's a little different you know most women are constantly offered in some shape way or fashion dick whether they want it or not you know but you know it, when it's reversed people have a tendency to not respect that woman because like i say, they don't respect her property so when women insert themselves they're considered disrespectful to the other woman they're considered um being harsh they're considered um not ladylike but you know what um i don't have to be ladylike when it come to my property Just like when a man is protecting his property, he don't have to be man-like. He can be like, hey, dog, you know what it is. Mm -hmm. And women can be like that, too. I think women have the right to be like that if they choose to be like that.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, there's there's just different things that work for different relationships. Correct. You know, but I can see, it's. I don't know, it's that thing where, I don't know how to explain it because it's kind of, it's conflicted. It's conflicting thoughts that I have at the same time, but it's this thing where like, I don't want to be seen as somebody somebody's just always like advocating for celebrities and rich people and stuff and i get that because i don't i'm definitely not one of them so i definitely am not but there's some weird type of thing that happens where people go this person has money or fame and therefore they are no longer like supposed to have human emotions right or whatever emotions they do have i'm gonna take the opposite side and explain why that's fucked up and that weirds me out and maybe i err on the side of caution too much it's possible whatever there's plenty of other shows where people are just shitting on celebrities and shitting on rich people and uh i'm sure people feel much more comfortable with that but to me it's just kind of this like i don't know i I don't want to lose the sight of like these folks got humanity in them because this good or bad this could be you too like you hit the lucky lotto tomorrow and you now you're thrust into a situation where you're like i didn't realize these motherfuckers had different problems that to me sounded crazy when i was just a regular person right but now i understand how you get anxiety about people coming up to you and want to take your picture everywhere you mm-hmm. go or somebody won't even let you breastfeed your child in in private or mm-hmm. um you know you with your husband and somebody just walks blatantly past you and and starts flirting with him and trying to take selfies and shit right and you gotta
0: like like i can see how that shit would fuck with you dog right you know like you said y'all you have a particularly once you get to a certain status where you're kind of anywhere you go, people will recognize you. People realize you can't go out to dinner. You can't go out to eat. You can't go grocery shopping. Like you can't just do some of the regular everyday mundane things in the world without drawing attention. And most people don't really think about, I can walk out my house and do dysfunction and be fine. They can't do that. And then a lot of times, particularly some of them they were like, Look, no, I have a bodyguard everywhere I go. Why? Because I want to I I, I want a peace. I want protection. I don't want randos walking up to me all the time because a lot of people feel to realize, no, you're the thousandth person today. <laughs> you know, you think you're the only one. No, you're the fiftieth person in an hour, you know. Um and I know uh being human beings, you do get tired, you do get exhausted. And everybody considers everybody else a human being, but rich people, and I Mm. think that's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, like I, like I said, it's not that I. I mean, obviously, I vote Democrat, but one of the things that does not really resonate with me in a Democratic Party is when they start going in on just like rich people are the problem. Is rich people? That's always this is rich people that. Because I'm always like, some of them sure, you know, absolutely, but some of this shit is 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 everybody being part of the problem, not not like if you got rich you just be like it wouldn't make like you'd be you but then people would be like yeah no matter who you are you're still part of the problem as far as i'm concerned you know the thing where like a motherfucker like jay-z comes out of the projects and people treat him like he's been rich his whole fucking life and it's just just like you know ne'er do well ass like rich malcontent that that hates black people all of a sudden like like there's something about that that just feels off to me like our analysis of it so when you see like a politician be like yeah the problem is people making too much money are the whole problem i'm like some of them i understand all of them no not all of them and all of them and, and so i think you gotta be clear when you're talking about that shit if somebody like is an entertainer and that's what make got them rich if you're talking about when people do i'll give you a perfect example when i don't fuck with it every time you see a white guy talk about nba players making too much money to play a game
0: mm-hmm. every
1: fucking time i have the same goddamn response which is who the fuck are you because it sound like like that same impulse is inside of everybody but that that is something about you being like i'm mad that these niggers got this money right Like that, like that's a different type of so when i like i used to know white dudes that would try to couch that shit in like yeah i don't like lebron james is rich for playing a game like lebron came from the akron projects the fuck like who who's you don't have these problems with hockey players you ain't never argued like baseball you don't, players yeah you don't argue about that shit like there's elements there's levels to the game is what i'm saying so i may feel a little more empathetic towards certain type of rich people because i'm like yeah, they got money, but that don't mean that they don't have the same insecurities and shit. If you got paid tomorrow, you still have the same insecurities about certain shit. Yes, you would. You know? Like some of this shit is deeper than just your fucking bank account number. Alright. Well, this is a nebulous, messy episode. Let's keep it going. yeah no. Let's keep talking about big concepts. Grinding the show to a halt. That's what I like to do. hold uh, it up. Let's halt this bitch. Men have no friends and women bear the burden. It's Harper's Bazaar by melanie hamlet uh kelly and kelly kylie and kelly oh must be a white woman uh, i mean come on that name uh can't remember the exact moment she became her boyfriend's one and only his what would i do without you but she does remember neglecting her own needs to the point of hospitalization i talked to him through his aspirations validated his opinions, supported his career i had to be his emotional guru because he was too afraid that me he had any emotions at all recalls a 24 year old english teacher who was studying for a phd at the time kelly's boyfriend refused to talk to other men or therapists about his feelings so he'd often get into funks pitching picking pointless fights when someone was something was bothering him eventually kelly became his default therapist soothing his anxiety as he fretted over work or family problems after three years together when exhaustion and anxiety had landed her in the hospital and her boyfriend claimed he was too busy to visit they broke up now that's an extreme example kelly's story though extreme is common exe- a common example of modern american relationships women continue to bear the burden of men's emotional lives and why wouldn't they for generations men have been taught to reject traits like gentleness and sensitivity leaving them without the tools to deal with internalized anger and frustration meanwhile the female savior trope continues to be romanticized on the silver screen thanks disney making it seem totally normal even ideal to find a man with- within the beast Unlike women who are encouraged to foster deep platonic intimacy from a young age, American men with their puffed up chest, fist bumps and awkward side hugs grow up believing they should not only behave like stoic robots in front of other men, but that women are the only people that they are allowed to turn to for emotional support, if anyone at all. And as modern relationships continue to put pressure on the one to be the only one where men cast their wives and girlfriends to play best friend, lover, care, advisor, stylist, social com- secretary, emotional cheerleader, mom, to him, their future, kids, or and eventually on-call therapist, minus $200 an hour fee, this form of emotional gold digging is not only detrimental to men, it's exhausting an entire generation of women. What you think so far, Karen? I saw you put your notepad out. You just don't
0: oh i was i didn't know how long you agree i mean bad. it's long
1: so you can chime in whenever you feel like it
0: oh yes uh to an extent i agree no not all men men but there are a large percentage of men and you know what does this patriarchy everybody that's the root of all of this that nobody ever 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 wants to talk about how particularly straight men how they are taught <laughs> don't cry boy what you crying for boy you soft you know, I'm just you know from from yeah. my experience. Yeah, you know, yeah. no, you're right. Um, you know when little boys show emotions when they you know want to explain themselves when they get frustrated. What do, they do? you know? Because children are human. You know, it's okay for little boys to fight and punch stuff when they get mad and angry. Instead, of looking at that little boy and say, "Look, use your words. What's wrong with you? Explain yourself." You know that they're, they're not forced to do that at a very very young age and. I think that society has showed men a very toxic and a very deadly and a very dangerous definition of what men are. And men have bought into it and because society tells them that. And so it's hard to break these bad habits of lack of communications, lack of emotions, lack of feelings. You don't want to talk. Men have a tendency to shut down when they're dealing with things you don't want to express yourself you know you're balled up with this anger you're balled up with this sadness you're balled up with this fear it's particularly when it's something that because society teaches men if something happens I'm the quote unquote man so I'm supposed to always have the answers so when I don't have the answers it becomes a problem because I don't know how to handle not having an answer to it and Lord knows the last thing I want to do is go to my woman and be like look I don't have the answer baby can we work this out you know because Society has taught, particularly as a religious thing, too. Men are the head of the household. That's a lot of weight for one person to bear. It is a lot of weight for a human being to bear. And nobody really wants to talk about the things that men go through. You know, men aren't taught to have boys not out unless we're getting fucking smashed drunk. You're not taught just to, hey, dog, I ain't seen you in a while. Men do get like that, some do, but it's when they're older. It's when they're much, much older. And they've experienced life. I'm talking about like younger men. You're not taught to, to go out with your boys and, be, and, and talk about the relationships and 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 dealing with women and uh whatever you're going through and sadness and depression like that shit affects men too just like it affects women but you're taught to shut it down you know you're taught to not have emotions you'll be all right you'll get over it you know what men do when men break up with men instead of talking about his emotional pain of his relationship that he just broke over it what do you do have a beer go get smashed come on doll let's go get high you get over that bitch you don't really talk about the shit it those things don't make those emotions go away these are things that have to be talked about you know men get their heart broken at a very young age and 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 they don't a lot of them don't know how to and aren't taught how to deal with the emotions of their first love a lot of times people put that on women but men have first loves too and a lot of times when they have these first love if they are not taught how to deal with love and what love is and the definition of love at a very early age their definition of love is stagnated you know and i think also their definition of love actually reflect on how they treat women that's how you have these grown-ass women all women are bitches all women are hoes no woman is faithful you know and all this shit because they haven't went through the emotional thing that a lot of times women are required to do women are required to talk we're required to express ourselves we're you know required to use our words you know i'm having a tough time what do i do come on girl let's get some wine let's talk it out you know let let let, let's get through this thing together girl i'm here i'm your emotional your emotional support yeah i've seen men do that but i've seen men do that as they've gotten older call and check on your boys but a lot of times i see that as you as men get older and I think it's a disservice to men <laughs> as a whole. And a lot of times these men affect everybody else around them. They affect their women. They affect their children. They affect their partners. They affect their mates. And everybody attached to them due to this toxic masculinity that is placed in them at a very early age. And then, you know, men do actually, I've seen men go to therapists and psychologists, psychiatrists. a lot of them were rejected because going to that is soft weak why i am a pay to go talk to somebody um but my thing is it's okay to not be perfect and it's okay to show weakness you know because that's the thing men aren't taught to show weakness you know if i show weakness that mean i'm less than a man not true but people, but men have bought into that because that's what society have taught them, and women have bought into that, so they actually push these things upon their men. I don't want no soft men. I don't want no weak men. I don't want a man crying. I don't want a man because they have actually bought into that, which actually emphasizes more on the fact that some men don't even go to their women because their women have bought into this too. And going back to the situation where you talking about the woman, I mean the man and the woman. A lot of men do treat their women like that because for the first time, this person is the closest thing to them and they're having these feelings and emotions that they've never dealt with and they've never rectified and they've never, uh, got over, be it issues with their mother, be it issues with their uh, father, be it they've been abused, be it whatever it is, these issues are unresolved and, a lot of times you put a lot of the responsibility on your mate, particularly in a straight relationship, on your woman to fix shit. That's not her responsibility, nor is her obligation to fix it unless she chooses to. And then a lot of times men get mad, particularly when women get older. And they'll be like, nigga, I done been through this. I am not your, your your emotional mule. No, fix yourself and then come back to me. It is not my responsibility to fix your childhood drama. They act like I, we're obligated to help you get through this emotional shit in your life when we're not. If I choose to allow me to choose to don't dump it on me and require me to deal with these things with you. When you need to go to a psychologist, you need to go to a psychologist. You might, You know, have depression. You might have schizophrenia or whatever it is. I can't diagnose you. That's not my job, nor is it my responsibility. I can be there with you. I can help you get through this, but we can get through it together. But the thing is, if the man is not going to take the steps to even acknowledge that there's a problem, that's the thing, you have to acknowledge there's a problem in order to fix it. Too many men will not acknowledge that, yes, dog, I am depressed. Yes, dog, I do have anger issues. Yes, I, 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 I've been off. Something's wrong with me, and get through those emotional barriers with your mate, because your mate will help you get through that. But she can't be the brunt of everything. It, 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 it has to be a network of people to help you get whole. And I mean,
1: putting that all on one person is so much of an emotional burden for that one person. And you know, it's it's that thing where because we we advertise relationships and love as this fix all this cure all and especially romantic love it's like oh this person knows everything about you they know the perfect thing to say they know what to do they know how to fix what's wrong with you and that's such a bad model to like sell people because none of us are that none of us know how the people do not come with instruction books none of us know how to fix each other all the time and to put that kind of pressure on somebody is ridiculous um yep. the other thing too um i think men make some pretty uh men can make bad friends and, and i don't mean that to demean all men blah 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 but i mean some of the traits that we possess um and some of the things we're encouraged with and told to do from the time from the time we're born they're not really good like they're not real loyalty. You know, like I knew, I had friends that I would be like, okay, this dude seemed pretty cool. And they would be like cheating on their wife or, or, or just, that's just the way they got down. Like they considered being a good friend me if I wanted to give them an alibi for them cheating on their wife. If I were to, uh, to lie, um, about where they were or something like that. And I was like, I, I mean, every time I tap out, like I don't, I'm not that kind of friend. You know, um, so yeah, there's that kind of stuff. Um when you talk about loners, right? You know who else are considered loners? These motherfuckers that shoot up places. Right. Right? Uh we talk about emotional repression. The a lot of men hold their anger in until it, it bl- lashes out at someone or something. Come on you know um whipping
0: up on everybody or shooting everybody
1: right a lot of men have a consistent like smoldering fire inside of them because they're not this is the thing everyone has emotions right you're just choosing not to express them until they become so toxic and fucked up that there's no healthy way to express them and that's what's happening with a lot of these dudes and so you get a woman and then you go finally my oasis, the one place I can express, I can cry, I can be sad, I can be upset, I can tell you how frustrated I am with things, but then you putting that all in the one person, a lifetime's worth of shit, in the one person, all the time, you don't have an outlet, you don't have other friends, You like, it's a lot, you know, um, the idea of an emotional gold digger was first touched on in 2016 by writer Aaron Rodgers with a tweet that, uh, and it's Aaron, E-R-I-N, with a tweet that continues to be reposted on social media both by women who marry self-described feminist men and by those with more conservative husbands it has gained more traction recently as women feeling increasingly burdened by unpaid emotional labor have wised up to the toll of toxic masculinity which keeps men isolated and incapable of leaning on each other across the spectrum women seem to be complaining about the same thing while they read countless self-help books listen to podcasts seek out career advisor advisors turn to female friends for advice and support or spend a small sports fortune on therapists to deal with old wounds and current problems the men in their lives simply rely on them yeah that's the other thing too when you're a man you're just not taught that you're fucked up it's why men get so like out of fucking control when you say like toxic masculinity fragile uh fragile masculinity men have never really been critiqued in this way in in, until now that people have a voice to be like you can't avoid the fact that i feel like you're fucked up and it's because you were like made to be fucked up and you need to work on it you know so now you have these men like very upset by it, but women get that from the time they're little girls right every fucking thing they do is wrong you're too sexual you're not sexual enough you never get a man you're too fat you're too skinny you're too you're tomboyish you're you know you you you, you close your legs uh you're being fast like women you, you know women are already kind of molded into looking for advice even when there's nothing wrong with the women right they still they're like you you uh, that's why you know you meet a woman and, and you're like man in your mind like, like this woman got it all going on she's and you just talk to her for a little bit and you're like oh man like life has fucked her over like like life has fucked her up she don't even see herself as the way i see her as this like complete figure of per- like this person that has it put together she can't even see that when she looks in the mirror because everything has been like you're you're to this your hair is that your face is that your makeup is this you're not wearing makeup and that's a problem you uh you got a man you don't got a man what your kids like like everything is a challenge <laughs> everything <laughs> dog put in front of women and then for men we're just kind of told like you're fine the way you are and if nobody wants you that's a problem right you're good you're handsome you're this you're that like there's no real thing that you have to work on until you know women really got more of a voice on social media so now we're starting to really hear how a lot of women have been feeling forever but men aren't really privy to those conversations all the time or they just don't care and now you're seeing women be like i was listening to a conversation on t uh, T with queen and jay today on their podcast and they had this segment where they talked about dating apps and it was so funny because they were talking about men taking pictures on dating apps and how terrible the pictures normally are you know as much as men complain about women's pictures right you know she cropped this she did that but women like will do makeup Lighting, hair,
0: mm-hmm. pose, know the right angles.
1: Take multiple pictures. Like <laughs> when yeah. I when I get a friend request from a dude on Facebook, so often that picture is like just a fucked up, ashy close up. That where you like, is this a serial killer? What is wrong with your picture, sir? Like you look all no effort like is there something going on like why are you staring down at the camera like you're gonna murder it <laughs> come on kill like, everybody like am i supposed to feel like a steak what is your shirt sir right like but that's but men it's just different from men like men are just not judged as harshly for the same shit how many it's a running joke but how many times have we seen on social media like some dude being like man uh Aisha Curry would be fine and she'd lose about 25 pounds and then you cut to a picture of this dude and he look like carl Winslow without a beard or whatever you know like he just like he's just like dog what are you doing like one of your eyes is swallowing in the other you don't get to tell you like, don't get to you don't get to be like rihanna need to put on 10 pounds rihanna would not step over you if you fell down she would be like Ugh, i'm reposed and yet here you are feeling like you can just judge away right we are just entitled that way And then when you throw that into a relationship, now another person, in these cis hat relationships at least, has to deal with all that fucking entitlement we got. You know, and I see why women would be like, yeah, I'm fed up. Uh, it's for this reason that artist lindsey johnson jokingly calls herself everyone's beck and call girl not only does she take care of her husband and children she just moved in with her mom to take care of her as well because she knows her brothers won't but both recently divorced her brothers are already turning to her but never to each other to provide support their wives used to men drain the emotional lives out, life out of women says a 41 year old who lives in nashville tennessee i love them but good lord they've become the bane of my existence johnson admits she enables her brothers by saying yes all the time partly out of guilt but also partly because she loves being needed to feel important it's a catch-22 eventually it becomes too much and i end up exhausted and resentful
0: yeah sometimes sometimes women can be part of the problem sometimes you be like no i'm not doing that not today and i think that uh because women are taught to sacrifice 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 put everything before you and women and men are taught put nothing before you are the head nothing else goes before you like family fuck it work 80 hours a week fuck that wife at home with your kids sacrificing and being at home you know who cares about missing birthdays and holidays you know and you get men to get cheered for that mm-hmm. fuck around and have a heart attack because they're working themselves to death you let a woman do that you ungrateful whore how dare you work and what about your kids you know shit like right. that. well you like that doesn't make sense yeah like nobody like at the
1: same time that people were in sierra's mentions about her dating russell wilson i never saw anyone ask future about his kids when he was out here fucking groupies getting other women pregnant uh dating larsa pippen a married woman like nobody was like but what when is he gonna raise his kids like we never people do that with amber rose they don't do that with wiz khalifa and they're just happy with that double standard but then they wonder they get mad when someone says well this is what what's wrong with masculinity this is why it's toxic this is why y'all aren't complete human beings and the problem is you if you're a man listening to this, you got to stop taking offense to this shit because to me the problem the, the the thing is people are trying to help you everybody who's talking about this shit is trying to help you become a complete 360 degree human being like a person that's not going to the movies and scared they're gonna cry because you know that don't mean they're less of a man like and that's hard for niggas to get through because our whole life have been told the opposite you know and so it's like we you're trying to learn to swim almost And this and you in the second your feet don't touch the ground we fucking tap out like no uh uh and especially as a black man i know that feeling of i'm not supposed to be allowed to be here and be full a full person if i'm not too hard if i'm too soft the world's gonna just fucking destroy me if i'm too uh You know, if I'm too open, too honest, too emotional, too fragile, too whatever, the world's gonna come get me. And then I'm like, racism's gonna just pop out of nowhere and throw my ass in prison. So I have to be on point at all times. Right. You know, and so I feel that pressure, but it's just something I'm trying to learn to let go. You know, I'm not saying I don't have any of it. I still have some of it left in me. Like I said, I, um, when I went to the dentist, I was in there like, I ain't gonna be no bitch. I ain't gonna let her see on, this shit hurts but i could have just as easily been like ma'am what the fuck are you doing to my tooth this not supposed to feel like this right so that's still in me i still got it but i'm trying to let it go because i don't know like like i said uh i still remember the day that i decided that shit was uh watching the closing arguments to trayvon martin's trial and listening to the his lawyer or not his lawyer the the prosecutor make the defense of like yo this kid's life Mattered, It was lost, and and he's never going to get to grow up and be a full person. And uh, and I remember listening to that white man, and I cried, and I was like, oh, man, like, I've had that feeling inside me the whole time. I, I never cried about Trayvon Martin's case until that moment. Like, not through the entire ordeal, not through any news coverage, not through any articles, not through any videos, none of that shit. Because I just was like, yeah, shit happens, it's fucked up. You're not supposed to let this get to you. Like, you know, like they win almost if you get to you. But I was like, this kid is dead. He'll never make it to my age. And I don't want to die feeling like I don't experience, express a full range of emotions because I always experience it. Right. But I don't want to die not having worked on that. I don't want to die being like I never really lived you know because a lot of times you're not letting yourself live and then to turn around and get in a relationship and put all of this on the footstep of one person is extremely unfair it's like I like you didn't you're not marrying to a maid or a therapist like you have to put something up in your house you know if it's reciprocal I can understand even
0: right if it's reciprocal,
1: you know like we, me and you spend a ton of time together mm-hmm but you know i'd like to think that it's reciprocated it's not one way of just me coming in oh my god life is so hard and then you're like oh this thing happened to me well fuck you damn i mean i was talking you know what i mean <laughs> like i would like to think that like why would you put that on a person you know but i but i don't think anybody i don't as a man i mean i I don't think i'm beyond it or anything i think it happened easily because you just don't you're used to the world centering you yeah so but yeah I, I mean i also have a lot of outlets for of other people you know so um but i've always kind of been that way where i always had like i because i only have like kind of medium to close relationships i don't do a lot of like house the weather relationships so so like
0: i because how you function yeah yeah so
1: like i've always kind of had people that I could be like yo this thing is happening in my life and it's fucking with me and we would talk about it and I don't seek them out to specifically talk about it. Like I'm not that kind of person. I'm like, I need to talk to someone, but like we'll just be talking about regular shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm actually trying to talk about something a little more serious. What you think about blank? You know, I, I prefer those relationships, but it also, you know, while well, well, I'm not trying to keep any secrets, obviously, but it also means that there's sometimes I forget to tell Karen shit. Cause I'm like, Oh, I already told somebody and I'm good and i had to be like oh yeah i didn't tell you uh so-and-so did blink like what i'm like yes you know I, it was three days ago I forgot to tell you but this thing happened you know but but that's kind of good though because this is not like become an immediate thing for you to fix or right to contribute to um let's see um like johnson most of the women i spoke to for this piece believe that their ego and self-worth is often wrapped up in being a man's crutch but the older women get the less willing they seem to be a man want to be a man's everything
0: right and i was excited that's why a lot of uh, men they like i'm not trying to be funny Uh, have you ever seen like a lot of men as they get older they like i want the younger women Mm -hmm. because not trying to funny they're young and naive and they don't know better Mm -hmm. a lot of times they don't know their worth they are taught to My job is to entertain you. My job is to worship you. My job is to put you first. They don't want a woman who's just been through some shit. They done dealt with various types of men. And they'd be like, my expectations are high. I refuse to lower my expectations for you. Mm -hmm. And men get mad at women for having high expectations. But those high expectations aren't high for no reason. You know just like men have expectations or ridiculous you no know, most people do but men will say stupid stuff like i want my woman to be under 200 pounds right five foot four
1: you know like, she better weigh the same weight when we got married you better weigh that same weight your whole life even at the kids Da and men be saying this shit real like cocky and happy to say it and nigga you work at whole foods like you not rich you know what I mean? Like you, what? Like what you doing, bro? You not like not that being rich would justify this, but like nigga, ain't nobody doing this to put up with thirty five thousand dollars a year. Like, come on, you like and your ass ain't about to stick to that regimen either. So what? What is up with this type of ridiculousness? But it's a but it's a common thing, especially down here in the south. It's a common thing to hear men say that,
0: right? And it's fucking ridiculous, you know. And a lot of times when people say that, uh. A lot of them never been married. Honestly, like, like right. you'd be like, oh, nigga, you never been married. Get the fuck out of here. Right. And i don't hate to be like that. But if you've never been married, you have these ridiculous expectations. You do not know what it's like unless you actually experience the, being with a person like that.
1: The worst is when they are married and you got to look at their wife and her face is looking like, uh, I mean, I, I, I love them. And it's just like, damn, sis, you you got to put up with this for your whole life
0: right right you expect her to look like a rihanna you over here looking like stay puff the marshmallow man but you got these fucking expectations what don't you think she want to look at something attractive too like you can't have these high expectations for her but yet don't want her to have no expectations for you yeah it's just
1: crazy man like but pe i've like i said i've met people that that feel that way um but uh yeah as far as a friend i know we're all over the place but as far as the friendship thing though i think that is interesting you know i think when people get married a lot of times they drop off with friends anyway right uh because you know single people do single shit and a lot of times married always hang married people ain't got no business doing that shit still like some of that shit ain't exactly you know the same moral code as what you have agreed to with your marriage uh men don't usually put the effort into maintaining friendships once they're married the guys at work are the only people other than me that my husband even talks to so when some of these men retire they expect their wives to be the source of entertainment and even get jealous when they have a life johnson jokes that women her mom's age seem to be waiting for their husbands to die so they can finally start their life i'll get a call saying so-and-so kicked the bucket and sure enough his widow's on a cruise around the world a week later with her girlfriend
0: (laughs) that's sad but a lot of women are like because women outlive men so they be like well statistically you'll die before i will and when you do i'm gonna go live my best life right um
1: so i I think it just depends on uh on that stuff uh, so t- this tps said, who are the uh single people that y'all know this comes up all the time all the single adults do is go to brunch and movies at least women yeah i was gonna say i'm thinking about men and they don't just do just that like niggas get up to some you got like there's a time there's a curfew for you when you married. It's like y'all niggas out to get up to no good. All right, well, it's ten. Go ahead and, and roast and, me. And I'm I old.
0: I will holler at y'all later. Like if- even
1: before I was old, I've been married. We've been married since I was 21, and I've been coming home early since <laughs> I was 21. Like fuck that like mm-hmm. niggas get into some shit that's just like, like y'all
0: getting too crunk for me
1: yeah like i and i and that's the thing sometimes you look at that married dude it's like i'm gonna go ahead and hang you like all right mm-hmm. then player
0: have a good time i'm out good luck with that
1: you know it depends and it also depends on when you get married what you were into before i'm not saying people need to completely change i'm sure right if you were staying out you met her in the club because y'all stay out till three in the morning every night or whatever the fuck and that's what y'all gonna do when y'all married that's cool but i'm just saying there's this certain shit that y'all you don't need to be taking your ass over there to do that you know that your wife would not be approving of but me a lot of dudes will be like fuck that shit you know i'm sure there's some women like that as well but i just know i can only speak on the man half of it because i don't really like i i've never really been in a situation where i kicked it as with a group of women like on a regular but i have been in a situation where i kicked it with groups of men and yeah you could just be like yeah your married ass need to go home with me but if you gonna stay out go ahead player you know do your thing
0: have a have a ball and the thing is you know every now and then i hang out late but a lot of times if i hang out late i'm in a safe environment like you know where i know everything's gonna be all right you know versus if you're out in certain areas you'd be like nah i don't i don't want to yeah if if you got real friends and they care about you and your happiness and your
1: emotional well-being they should look out for you and be like dog they'll
0: tell you to go home they be right. like anytime for you to get to your mate you be yeah. like "Ah, right, you know what all right how at you later
1: looking at my clock it's whole 30 and that's past your curfew bye you yeah know. right
0: it's time to hold all right like well y'all go y'all ho 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 on i'm out
1: right uh men are taught that feelings are a female thing muses johnson uh whose husband often complains about her wanting to talk deep yeah man it's this archetype of of masculinity that a lot of men are trying like this john wayne masculinity oh y'all always trying to talk about emotions nigga we supposed to be together and have kids houses to get all this shit for the rest of our fucking life you think you're gonna go through the rest of your life never talking about no emotional shit you know what i mean like i think a lot of times why when a tragedy happens to a couple that's why they like split up is because if half of y'all is like i'm not even fucking talking about this shit not discussing it you can't get past it you know people talk about it all the time you lose a child or something and the fucking couple breaks up you know this tragedy happens it's like ah, no. and at the same time there's a lot of couples i think make it because they have a tragedy and that's the first time a dude is like i'm fucked up and i need to talk about it i can't handle this right you know i, I remember i uh, interviewed the sex therapist on my uh medium talk and she talked about how infidelity in a lot of cases was the thing that saved people's marriages not saying it's good or, right. or but it's like she's not recommending anybody be unfa- unfaithful but she was like a lot of times that's when people actually have to admit they have problems so then you have to go to therapy and y'all have to talk to each other so now you're finally having talks about feelings and shit maybe a dude before that was like i don't do feelings right so now that i'm about to lose everything my house my wife my marriage my children okay well now i do want to tell you how this is where I, what happened and this is why i messed up um so yeah i just thought that i just thought it was an interesting read it's much longer than this i, I won't get into the rest of it we talked already a long time about it but uh yeah man um uh, harper's bazaar is where that article is um so you guys might want to check it out uh if you get a chance it's pretty cool Oh uh, man we talked a while let's see when we got time to play some games um was there any fucking with black people i wanted to do let's see Ah, uh, you know what yeah fuck it do some fucking with black people might as well i know you blacks love this segment um where's our music there we go just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with, with black people. people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe and signs point scores from 0 to 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with this black people for each article uh today's contestants everybody alright um wjz says anchor woman mary boobala is out in wake of her question about race gender and of recent baltimore mayors uh wjz acre woman mary bubala came under fire thursday for a question she asked about the race gender and leadership of baltimore's past three mayors is no longer with the station according to an email sent to the baltimore sun uh mary bubala is no longer with wjz tv employee the station apologized to its viewers for her remarks the criticism of bubala started last week uh in the wake of her anchor uh, asking loyola U- loyola university Mar maryland <laughs> all right uh in wake of her asking loyola university maryland professor carsonia uh k wise whitehead on an on-air question about the race and gender of the past three baltimore mayors we've had three female african-american mayors in a row they were all passionate public servants to resign though is this a signal that a different kind of leadership is needed to move Baltimore City forward?
0: Yeah, yeah. 100. She needs to lose that job. Yeah, I bet you they, I bet you they Facebook and Twitter, I bet you they got lit up with complaints. Okay, I even thought there was a the reason why you got black women to get voted in? Maybe because that's what the city wants? Them crackers. How the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> How the fuck?
1: You gonna wait <laughs> till there's black women to be like, isn't it time to go back to white men? I mean, isn't this little experiment this silly game that we're playing with black women pretending to be cop co, uh like mayor of material. can we stop now guys i think i think we've had enough boo will apologize on twitter on thursday because the nikki mayo who works at the tv in tv news and is immediate past president of baltimore association of black journalists posted the video on twitter and it blew up the statement from swain oh yeah meanwhile silent uh uh, wjz remained silent as the uh babj on monday posted a statement on his website labeling her question racist and sexist right boobla emailed the following statement saying in my 22 years of working in tv news in baltimore 15 of those years with wjz i've always treated people with the utmost respect and dignity i love my job because i love the people of baltimore last week i realized i made a mistake in the language i used on air i immediately apologized for any hurt i unintentionally caused i received immediate support from wjz uh because they uh knew it was not in my heart to intentionally cause this kind of harm I wanted to do an on-air apology but was not allowed i hope that the people of baltimore know that i would never do anything to hurt anyone unfortunately i now stand in the path of the tornado wjz has forced to let me was forced to let me go they always do this right oh the the blacks and their their vitriol forced the station's hand and i guess i have to pay for my mistake baltimore city has been my favorite my home uh for 25 years and i treasure it uh And i treasured and am so grateful for the relationships i have made with the people of baltimore during this time i to fully intend to fight to restore my reputation because i've invested my heart and soul in my work in my city thank you baltimore for all you know what dog this is worse than martin luther King jr because that's that's uh. not even a 40 and slip you really asked that question because you thought it was relevant like being a black woman is obviously a problem with this mayoral position should we just stop having black women as mayors the fuck kind of question is that the
0: women that the city elected
1: like can how can we never ask that question about white people shit come on isn't it time that we just stop having white men as president of the united states after trump yeah they keep fucking it up the last few white men that were president were pretty bad get the fuck out of here a hundred mm-hmm and I, I know they fired her, so... Okay, you know, 75, because they did fire her.
0: But, damn. She <sighs> still got 100 from me. She shouldn't have asked that question. You've been doing this for 15 years. Your whole thing is words and integrity. You knew 100. Uh, Houston High School bans hair rollers, satin
1: caps, and pajamas for parents. A nationally acclaimed high school principal is standing by a new dress code she created not for students, but for their parents. uh the code says attire tire that is totally acceptable for totally unacceptable for the school setting will get parents kicked off campus carlotta outlet brown a black woman is the principal of james madison high school in houston texas she issued new rules earlier this month after one mother allegedly showed up at the school wearing a head wrap and a t-shirt dress the parental dress code applies only to the high school not the rest of the district while some supported others are in an uproar yeah um see this is that thing that i don't like what schools do um these zero tolerance type of policy things are just always a bad idea right you have one person that y'all don't like did this thing you talk to her she refused to comply you gotta let it go dog You tre- you did your best but i guarantee you it wasn't some every parent is showing up like this Mm -mm. so you didn't need to pass these rules Mm -mm. two what the fuck you gonna do if somebody show up to see their kid but they got a head wrap on they can't see their kid is that what's about to happen because uh if you think you had problems before
0: you really gonna have because you thought they
1: were quote-unquote acting ghetto guess the fuck they about to act if you show up if they show up to school and you be like sorry but your pants are sagging a little too much don't think you're gonna be able to see your daughter today okay okay i'll be right back the fuck oh my god
0: why why put this in writing why that's the thing you put it in writing and that becomes the problem in my i put like this i don't attend your school i'm not a child i do not attend your school fuck your dress code i'm sorry Fuck a dress code. I, me as a parent, I'm a parent. I've been to school. I, I shouldn't have a dress code. But at the same time, I it, it's very frustrating. It's a catch-22 because, like you said, instead of that one person just complying and being reasonable, they were unreasonable so instead of the school being reasonable the school became unreasonable and that's how you got these laws i'm willing to bet
1: money there is there aren't other parents just even with fucking apply until you start adding other shit on your dress code because that's the other thing once you start putting shit in writing people start going overboard you can't just put okay no t-shirt dresses and no like having your hair in a in a with rollers in it you can't do that now you gotta like, and you know what else i don't like bonnets take that put it down there oh skull caps mm-hmm. get that out of there mm-hmm. uh do rags put that on
0: there and see and see that becomes a problem i'm rushing just so i got my hair wrapped up and 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 it's, that's the thing you you're causing unnecessary conflict yeah otherwise the parent will be able to go to and fro like normal but all of a sudden it's the morning time, I'm rushing. I might tie my hair up and I might comb it right before I go in. Now all of a sudden I'm uh or either I get a random call about something happened to my baby at school, I come in there and I got to deal with the people telling me that I can't get to my child, then I'ma cut a fucking fool. All right, and this ain't lean on me, man. Like this type of like, you know, uh T
1: V show movie vice uh like principaling and this shit like this shit might be something that you know people want to watch morgan freeman do they don't really want to watch they don't want to have to be subjected to the shit at their school
0: no and the thing is the way from what i hear this isn't a system-wide policy no it's her school i just right, read it right so this is the system-wide policy so what is no right it's this one school
1: and it's obviously mostly black um and i I've, I've read conflicting reports that like the mother's Kid broke their arm i don't know how true that is or not i didn't you know i i, I didn't see it in the articles i saw it on um on social media so i'm right. not sure if that's true correct but well, even if your kid don't got a broke arm if you just like fucking have an emergency or you need to see your kid real quick And you ain't got time to change clothes you say, hey look here's your school here's your lunch money or some shit like what the fuck i can't give my kid their lunch money now so it, it's just kind of Kind of ridiculous and it definitely does feel racial.
0: Right. Uh, because it
1: is one school with black people and it's one parent that was a black woman that you became, that then became indicative of all the parents and now none of the parents can violate this stupid ass dress code. And you already have a dress code for the kids, which I'm fine with. I don't, I'm not bothered by those. Right. When I was younger, I thought that was bad but as i got older i realized like that's not a bad thing to have a dress code for these kids especially considering some of the trauma i went through as a black kid with like the our culture of jonin motherfuckers that uh got the wrong shoes and the wrong jeans and the wrong like that's not good um and i'm sure they still find a way to make to joke on people but the shit was just kind of out of hand when i was a kid so if that's one burden we could take off these new kids good i just don't understand what they got to do with the parents
0: right and then you you're causing unnecessary confrontation and conflict that actually don't have to be there All right you know so now a parent comes in and now and you're actually causing the front desk and the front office at fucking extra work to do so now instead of somebody just coming in signing and keeping the push and now i got to look at you who gives a fuck what you got on yeah it's just and that's the other thing like i still don't lose sight
1: of this and i think everybody needs to put it in perspective the vast majority of these parents aren't violating this shit anyway right that's the so you made an issue out of nothing most like even the people that are like if i want to see my kid you're gonna let me see my kid even you in the chat room saying that right now are probably not rolling up to school in a house coat slippers and your bonnet most of us are still like let me get a little bit presentable before i go to this school 99 percent of us so why the fuck did you write this down because you think there's something pathological about blackness and black people and this one black woman now has to represent all the quote-unquote bad blacks and you want to show that you're tough and you're cracking down on the the ghetto blacks and the bad blacks i think that's how it feels to me maybe it's not that maybe some people feel totally different but i guarantee this doesn't even apply it's like i want to look like i'm doing something more so than it's actually having an effect on people right just tell that one tell keisha to stop dressing like that and just leave it at that to pull keisha into the fucking office and be like dog stop coming up here in your motherfucking t-shirt and panties and and we good that's what us uh, it's just what a <sighs> black in america guys uh zero to a hundred can
0: oh uh this is a 100 for me for the fact that you put it in writing is a problem yeah and she's a
1: good principal like that's the thing she's been reportedly repeatedly honored for her work as an educator in 2015 ellen degeneres gave her a hundred thousand dollar check as part of a homeless outreach program she established at her previous school i just think some of this more like uh you know like we need to have a certain image type of shit goes along with a lot of these people in these platforms and um the power goes to people's head and it's like i can never be wrong you know and there's a lot of stuff like this you know like even jeffrey canada who's done a lot for the kids you know in new york uh with his like uh charter school program there's a lot of respectability to it too you know like that stuff has been in black um black revolutionary talk and black upliftment talk forever you know and it's not really going anywhere Mm-mm. um yeah all right let's get into um Get into some guests all right so we can get up out of here i'm not gonna do any more of these fucking with black people it's all downhill from here oh terrible yeah and i haven't watched the Sandra blind tape of her uh she recorded when she got arrested or whatever um but uh just the fact that we're just now seeing it i mean that's 100 right i mean <laughs> they had that shit for what three four years now four years yeah yeah we never saw it till today hmm. interesting um. All right, let's play some uh, guest the race. Now that it's time for some guest the race, that's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race, that's right, it's guest the race time. Ba-dum-bum. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going across from all the podcasts, and we read and play the news articles from all over the. The world, and we asked our contestants to guess the race. And of course, uh Karen in the chat room play, and everyone playing is racist. All right, here's the first one: A man who robbed a main bank Tuesday used his unsuspecting father as his getaway driver.
0: Oh, oh, unsuspect Also, he went in on it. Nope.
1: Joseph Donald Tilton was dropped off at Lewiston Bank by his father Keith in the afternoon, according to an affidavit. Keith. tilton believed his son needed to cash a check but well, what's the ski mask for however police said joseph tilton actually robbed the bank the bank tell teller told authorities that she thought the man was joking about the money because he spoke in a low tone to her according to sun journal moments later he allegedly demanded she give him the fucking money he, oh shit he then jumped over the counter took the money from the teller and the drawer keith dropped joseph off at a different part of lewiston before driving past the bank again he was stopped by the police after his car matched the description of the vehicle used to leave the scene after the alleged robbery he wasn't charged in the crime joseph was charged with felony robbery is accused of stealing 620 dollars according to the sun journal
0: karen guess the race of uh what is his name joseph donald tilton white because they didn't charge the other person that's accessory you know they don't give a fuck if you knew or not you going to jail too if you're black <laughs> all right let's check the chat
1: room i'm sorry officer i didn't know i couldn't do that white white took his word for it white main white main unassuming father white as a snow up north white 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 of course white everybody's going white on this and everyone's right i gotta be right back i gotta make a quick withdrawal and uh when you when you come to pick me up dad don't slow down just unlock the doors and kind of slowly roll like don't don't stop um right
0: and and to an extent you knew his daddy didn't know for the fact that they was like you drove back past him that doesn't make any sense
1: yeah it's also like a like a movie or some shit because like like how like if the cops are after you like uh, dad make a right here well, where are we going son just make a right like how's that oh my god what a ridiculous thing uh all right let's do another one um uh here's one an ormond house uh hoa what does hoa mean housing authority i forget what it is homeowners association there we go there you go we don't own a house Ormond. <laughs>
0: i'm oh, like what is that <laughs> hoa bees what's gonna kind of please these what's that farmers of america like right
1: ormond uh, <laughs> hoa uh director is accused of firing a gun in a pool dispute
0: oh shit shooting up at the pool
1: an ormond beach homeowners association director got a gun and hot, fired a shot when two teenagers refused to leave a community swimming pool no one was hit, but Richard S. Marcel, 66, is now charged with three counts of aggravated assault with a daily weapon without intent to kill and discharging a gun in public. If convicted, he could face up to five years in prison and possibly more since a gun was involved. Marcel, who lists uh Willow Run address in the village subsection subdivision, was released uh posting thirty-five thousand dollars bail. Julian Johnson, eighteen, who lives in the community, a younger friend, uh went to the pool around nine fifteen PM. To hang out johnson is allowed by the association rules to bring guests to the pool marcel drove up in his truck walked out and told him the pool was closed but johnson and his guests noticed that a sign listed the pool rules and said it was open until 10 p.m marcel whose state records show is a director of the village homeowners association told them that the board had voted to change the rules at a recent meeting but the new rules were not posted yet johnson and his friend decided to rely on the sign and ignore marcel marcel intercepted them as they tried to re-enter the pool and displayed a small black revolver marcel then fired the gun into the dirt johnson and his friend left the area as marcel followed them to their car johnson's friend asked marcel did you really just shoot a gun marcel said yes i'm putting my own life at risk for the pool also how's that really putting your own life at risk maybe i don't understand how how that works Mm uh anyway Karen, guess the race white and 100. (laughs) you think it was some black kids at the pool and a white man yes all right let's take the chat room 100 i mean white police in the pool white this man so white he probably says nigger. white the teams were black the shooter was white 100 white black definitely some white people shit uh white he sounds alive and it's a uh, hoa White, he shot at some kids, but didn't mean to kill them. Fuck out of here. He just got a he got a hood somewhere. White, red line. They wouldn't say them white, black. Uh, what Karen said, white. So two people went black. Everybody else went white. Everyone who went white, you got it right. If you said black
0: Mm mm yeah, you were going pretty hard for a fucking pool. Yeah. Yeah, that was black children or, or or young adults. Yep.
1: Um guess they didn't really make a splash with the uh homeowners association there. <laughs> want to cause any waves?
0: <sighs>
1: That's terrible. Um, and yeah, it feels
0: like they were black. I didn't have a picture of the kids, but my assumption is they was yeah. black because he went real followed them to the car and shit. Black. Right, right. Shooting at them. Come on. You
1: wouldn't have shot no white kids. Never. Uh alright, bonus round. Uh-huh. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points. Double the race in the bonus round. against the race so far. Karen is two for two. A very y'all rare. Believe it. Two, two days in a row. Two.
0: Woo!
1: But you did not make it three for three yesterday.
0: No, I did not.
1: So, good luck today, Karen.
0: I hope so.
1: I think the. The entire chat room is probably rooting for you right now.
0: I root for me, too.
1: A Florida man. Oh. Oh, Florida. Let me love you till the morning comes. A Florida man was charged with attempted murder after shooting at deputies on an Instagram live stream. Oh, shit. And he claims that it was all part of a sex game between him and his wife.
0: What? What?
1: where they play like that
0: where they play like that at dog
1: i tell you what'll make me come shooting at some cops LaForest gray 23 has been behind bars since february after he allegedly opened fire at four deputies while filming himself for his instagram fans the officers had arrived at gray's orlando apartment over reports that he was beating his wife oh but now gray claims it was all part of their role-playing adventures in the four-page letter to the judge of his case gray claims that the very fake and outrageous accusations have been made against him as he requests uh the reason for this petition you are reading is in my hopes that you dismiss all charges against me at once he writes i feel like this motherfucker lying. i think he was beating his wife he did shoot at them cops And this is now his newest iteration of like, nah, it was just a game. Cause even if it was a game, it's not like they would, if you like, listen, I beat my wife. Okay. That was, that was fake. That's part of the game we play. But the shooting the cops part, how's that part of the game? How, like with the cops in on the game too is that why you want the charges drop
0: <laughs>
1: in the handwritten letter gray claims that he and his wife rachel have a low popular celebrity status and image rachel and i have a social media presence that we often where we often role play this type of role play even goes to the extent of rachel using a stage name that i thought which is uh christina rebecca rossi in our role play adventures we have purchased specific items added other members and have acted out the part acted the part in our video and online personalities a lot of our role play adventures are for adult audiences because of the sexual nature we share gray reveals in the letter which is obtained by wkmg that some of his and rachel's role play adventures can be found on Pornhub. he also claimed that he and rachel are recognized and approached almost everywhere we go uh people have gone so far as to ask for our autographs and pictures at places like malls, movie theaters, park, restaurant, grocery stores, and many more places, including the courthouse and the neighborhood, he continues. He has nearly sixty million followers between his two Instagram accounts.
0: Good God. Which
1: features some pictures of his wife, Rachel. She has more than thirty two thousand followers on her adult Twitter account. So how oh okay, so is he on Twitter? Okay. On the night of February thirteenth, twenty nineteen, Gray claims he and Rachel were role playing in one of our many adventures absolutely no crimes are committed i certainly didn't do anything to hurt rachel nor did i take her against her will for any reason whatsoever rachel is a princess in my world gray claims it was the four officers who attempted to murder him claiming he assaulted rachel he also alleges that he was tackled and eaten alive by their dog how you still alive he doesn't know what that means police were called to citra at windermere apartments after a man who was driving through the complex saw rachel walking by and looking like she was in distress she refused the man's help but soon after ran back to uh, ran back to his car after gray left the couple's apartment and headed toward her the man told police that rachel got into his car and said please help gray then opened the door dragged his wife out by the hair, began punching her
0: oh well,
1: that's just part of the game karen i guess the witness was in on it another witness Saw Gray dragging Rachel down the street by her hair to their apartment and called nine one one. The deputy, well, deputy arrived at the couple's apartment, found them arguing in the garage. Gray ignored his commands and showed his hand to show his hands. And three more deputies arrived. Gray began live streaming the incident, yelling at Rachel to tell the officers the wit and wit that the witnesses were lying. Um, wow, I tried. She tells him, "Okay, tell them." He shoots back i need you to calm down she pleads to help i need you to tell them he says again the deputies then pull rachel out of the garage as gray tells his followers y'all finna see this shit live bro i take one for the your. i take one for the team yo i swear to god i swear to god he continues come here rachel come here uh as an officer pulls rachel away gray screams get your hands off of her before multiple gunshots ring out Body cam footage revealed Gray had been holding onto a silver pistol with his right hand and pointed at deputies, firing off the first round. Deputies fired back at Gray but no one was injured or struck. Authorities said they had to use a K nine to get Gray into custody. Investigators said Rachel was uncooperative and denied anything happened after her husband was arrested. She also claimed Gray didn't have a gun. Oh God gray was charged with four counts of attempted murder on a law enforcement officer domestic violence and burglary he's been held without bond the judge denied his motion this week stating that gray cannot file motions on his own because he needs an attorney he has an attorney (laughs) (sighs) all right can guess the race of um what was his first name it was la gray
0: i think la is black and that woman is white
1: okay let's see the chat room see what they believe um
0: by that name LaForest?
1: 50 shades of what white nonsense is this
0: i mean did i say black
1: you said he's black and yeah, the, okay. the woman's white that's what you said gray worm uh oh they were white white black black that name he lucky he ain't dead with his dumb shit on ig black oh that's a black ass name he's blackity black 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 folks don't need to create danger so he's white La forest whitaker i shot her with my bad eye black <laughs> black oh. that's a name karen i stand with you uh can i change my uh quibesius white coveco's white i don't know what that means uh cop went out of their way to make sure he survived but that's a black ass name so black the correct answer is and for the first time in a long time karen you're going three for three he was black <laughs> And, as a bonus, she was white, Karen.
0: woo I got the bonus porn.
1: They were definitely doing some com type of porn.
0: Right, that's what it sounded like, because I was like, if there's a white man named LaForest, I'm willing to go down with the ship on that one.
1: Yeah, she was one of them pogs, too. You could tell what kind of porn they was into. I've never seen it, I don't think. Uh, And, of course, many of you missed it and said white. y'all want to see some uh this is uh this is him and his
0: girl dimes big la oh yeah 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 that's that she definitely in that Paul genre yeah they definitely doing some some type of some
1: type of interracial stuff um she might be latina no but either way um and that's pictures of his instagram this is the instagram when they were uh when the cops were there before he started shooting at the cops wow yeah you can tell people we care about you fam bro calm down he really needs to chill is, of course some somebody cartel dot funds bust back <laughs> of course of course bad influence don't 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 listen don't to that follower this is what i'll be trying to tell y'all these motherfucking followers they ain't don't your care they
0: yeah. don't care if you die live on your stream ruin your life
1: real quick nigga it's fun it'll be a thing i can tweet about for two seconds y'all won't believe what i just saw so then i can r.i.p right oh man the cops be tripping bruh (laughs) you dead man i'm gonna miss you like fuck out of here right playing with my life and shit anyway let's do sword ratchetness and wrap this up Santa Barbara County authorities arrested a man after reports he brandished a samurai sword during an argument outside of McDonald's in the city of Goleta.
0: Oh, Goleta where?
1: Goleta the home out of here. I don't know, Karen. The fuck, I know that. That's
0: sounds like that's in the middle of nowhere.
1: Go let a nigga get a a gun. <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff's office says definitely responded around 8.20 p.m tuesday the reports of a man armed with a samurai sword who was involved in a verbal dispute with another man the suspects fled and an extensive search began aided by police dogs and helicopter in the california highway patrol officers so i guess it's california okay um residents of old town go letter was sent an emergency notification to shelter in place an amtrak train service was temporarily halted because the search was near the railroad tracks a suspect was arrested at gunpoint around ten fifteen p.m in jail the
0: sword was determined to be a wooden replica oh yeah you know Goletta was one of them sundown towns that's that sound like one of them places where they be having them gun offs and shit go it's your birthday mm. i don't know uh what a gun off is but i mean you know uh the old westerns where they staring at each other a showdown oh yeah like a gun off my bad
1: a gun off you know what that's it guys karen has reached maximum capacity today. (laughs) we'll be back tomorrow recapping game of thrones the shit y'all really want to (laughs) hear
0: right not being uh, my bad jokes over here
1: uh that's not even a joke you just messed up gun off is not a thing (laughs) a gun off
0: y'all got guns at each other's shit somebody shoot
1: that's what detroit has when the mayor election is tied they don't have a runoff they have a gun off ah! like first best man win um you
0: know who sponsors this the nra
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> all right y'all we'll be back tomorrow nick jew's gonna be our guest when we recap game of thrones so we'll talk to y'all then until next time i love you i love you too. Mwah. Mwah.